Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with the fellas today. What up, G? What up, Blue? What's up? And we're back. Jen? I was going to give you... Me. I, I was going to give you an introduction, but... What's my introduction? You, you lost gonna it. going to say Jennifer Ross. Nah, nah, you're very impatient. You get nothing now. You get nothing now. You... Well, he was like, I'm back with the fellas. Yeah, and I was going to lead her in. Tell me. What were you going to say? It doesn't matter anymore. That's what happens. That's what happens when you're impatient. Hater. Sorry. No, she got nothing to say? Okay. Welcome back, Jen. How's your three-week vacation? I wish I was on vacation for three weeks. You haven't been, you haven't been only three weeks? No, I think it was like two weeks. Three weeks. Three it's been weeks? three weeks. Wow. Yeah, four. I'm still part of it behind the scenes, though. Just what have you? Count. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have I been doing? Well, you went to Miami. I did go to Miami for my cousin's baby shower. I uh, what else did I do? Reach, last week read, I was at uh, the pool. Will Smith, Will Smith music video. That's what you did. Yeah, last week she was at the pool. <laughs> last week I was at the pool. Um, I don't know. We see where you your responsibilities are. Awesome guest stars. All right, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. yeah real. Where the yeah. fuck you? <laughs> Sergio's in Delaware. He might be back next week. Uh, I already, I, here. Damn it. I already talked to him, so he might be back next week. Son of a bitch. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, we're not. We can meet. We just won't be recording. Oh man. So this week we're gonna cover some news and talk about some sad moments in movies that made us cry. Yeah, you wanted us to be all depressed today. Yeah, I wanted us to be depressed today. I'm sorry. I figured it was fun, and I, I, we always talk about <laughs> it's fun to cry. Yeah, we we always talk about like movies, moments in movies that make us cry. Like every couple of episodes, I'm like, let's just make an entire episode about it. David, David always likes to show me a movie and then like watch my reactions that, and like see if I cry. Like Room, I didn't want to watch Room. No, no, he didn't. Is it bad that Room that made me cry? Room didn't make me cry either. By the end I mean, of it, I, I, mean, I was very I, I mean, heavy. I felt it. I felt all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very heavy. I was, yeah, I felt it, but I, I wasn't like bawling the way I bawled in some of these movies. Oh, and then um, I don't know if we were supposed to ask people like what they're saying. Oh, of course they did. I got some. I, got some I have. I have a lot of them from uh, the Facebook page and uh, Instagram. So we Let's will... Hear it. It was that I, like, well, we will look, up, we will look on that later. We're going to cover some news first. <laughs> All right. So let's start with some news and then we'll get into that. Uh, we can start with you and Jenny's girl. Felicity is going to be in Star Wars. <laughs> Why is she my girl, damn it? Carrie Russell. <laughs> you guys love Felicity. She's gonna you know what's cool? Reunite. Carrie Russell's having a resurgence. She's also going to be in uh, Guillermo del Toro's next movie too. Really, you know what's funny? A lot of people were saying he was going to take a break after uh, Shape of Water, and I guess not. Guess not. Yeah. Uh, Maybe some movie called Antlers. I don't know what it's about, but she's in talks to star in it. That's good. Do you know if um, what she's playing, or they, they didn't really? Uh, they haven't said. It's just that like, she's in talks to like just star in it so okay. far. And don't forget, uh, Billy D. Williams is back. Lando. Oh yeah, that's that's big news actually. So like everyone that like when I posted that on my on G reels, everyone was like, "So are they just casting him so they can kill him off?" Like everyone's like worried that he's gonna die. <laughs> Would have shocked me if he does though. He might be replacing uh, the role that Carrie Fisher would have had in this one. Probably because... why, that's 
Yeah, because he he's good. He's he was like a, one of the leaders of the rebellion towards the end of Jedi. So what a shock! How, me old, how old is Billy D now? Is he in the eighties? He's like fine wine, man. Like fine wine. Billy D. No, he's like Colt for the He is. He's in his seventies, right? He's eighty-one years old. Eighty-one. Wow. I would have. I would have said like in his early seventies. By the way, I was happy for the most part, like going on social media and stuff, that that Billy D. Williams news was mostly positive. Like everyone was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Guys, there was no like Star Wars hate for once. His middle name is December. He's William. Billy, Billy December Williams. It's William December <laughs> Williams Jr. <laughs> but he's born in April, so I wonder where no. they got that from. No, I, that's crazy. I, I like the Billy D. Um, in more casting news, Idris Elba is the villain in the Fast and the Furious spinoff. So we get yeah. we get Idris Elba versus The Rock. Finally, uh, I don't know if we were all waiting. You call that, you think Idris Elba's ripped like that? Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, boy, you, that, you haven't seen it. I mean, I, I don't know. He's, I, he's not as big as The Rock. I mean, now, he's now handsome. Now. Well, I love Idris Elba. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I love Idris Elba. Be blind. I would. Yeah, you know what? Now thinking about it, I think you're right on that. Um, it should be fun. I can I can I admit that I'm more excited for this than the actual Fast Nine. Well, I mean, I'm only excited for Fast Nine because they're bringing back Mia. Oh my God! Yeah. You love no. I I think Lou's right. You're more excited for Taj. You know you're not. Can they figure out a way to bring back Giselle? I actually got quite. I like out of the both of them. I like Taj. Yeah. No one likes Taj. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? I think between like Taj and Roman, I think you and me are Roman and Taj. Yeah, that's so funny. I do like Taj a lot. Um, are they both supposed to come out the same year, or are they going to split them up? Like no, uh, the the remake, the remake, the re, uh, the spinoffs coming out first. Okay. Cool. That's why. That's why fucking Tyrese got so mad. Oh my god, he needs. What more do you want from me? <laughs> he was like, "You told me in private conversations you wouldn't take it." <laughs> I love that he added yeah. in my sweater. Like, we need, we need the exact location, bro. And then in more casting news, Jeremy Renner is joining Jamie Foxx in Spawn. Yay! I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, I. Am I the only one that likes such Renner? such a bad movie? I like Jeremy Renner. I like Jeremy Renner too. Yeah. Everyone, everyone like gets on him, like gives him shit. I don't know. No, I like him, but yeah, Lou, you were saying the original one came out. Like you don't like John Leguizamo as a villain? The first Bond is oh, awful. It's I love John Leguizamo. It's so bad. Yeah, it's not a good movie at all. I like John Leguizamo. Do you know? Because I know um, McFarland's writing it. I wonder if it's going to be an origin story. Is he's going to be Spawn already when a movie starts? Yeah, I kind of wonder that too. I, I'm glad they're going for like a hard R rating though. Which they should. It works now, so. And I'm kind of like, since it's, uh, you know, Blumhouse, they're like making it like cheap. It's like 10 to $12 million budget. Oh, okay. So it's going to be kind of like a, like usually like Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, like, but it seems like a movie like that should have a bigger budget, but I mean, maybe not. And then the last bit of news was. Oh, Emmy nominations came out. That's where I was going right now. Damn. Great mind. So <laughs> I think we're all happy here that. Versace got a lot of love. Uh, mostly for Darren Chris. Well, so I'm yeah. Like, I'm really thank, God, for Darren Chris. thank God he got in for... Because like, I have to finish it too. They gave him lead actor, which is... In the limited series, yeah. 
which is money. Um, the I'll show tell you right now, I got I got my yearly throwing chairs. If he, if if he don't win, man. But did you see? Like I'm pulling up the nominations right now. But looking at for off the top of my head, I don't think he has any real competition. <laughs> my buddy was like looking at the rest of the people because he didn't watch any of this other stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, he's gonna win." He's like, "I don't give a fuck about Picasso." <laughs> that, but I, I didn't <laughs> like I have no problem admitting on here like I don't know TV like G and Jen and maybe Lou as well but I don't I, okay so we're on the same boat there uh, <laughs> I don't like I haven't seen a lot of this shit so I can we'll start with, with excuse me it's not shit this, these television shows uh, we can start with lead actor in a limited series like we said Darren Chris, Antonio Banderas for uh, Genius Picasso Benedict Cumberbatch for Patrick Melrose, Jeff Daniels for The Looming Tower, John Legend for Jesus Christ Superstar, and Jesse Plemons for Black Mirror. I think By this the way, is... if, if uh, John Legend were to win, he would have an EGOT. Oh, yeah, because he won the Oscar for that the song yeah, from Selma. He, he, like, but, I, I, but he can't win. No, he can't win. I don't... <laughs> no. so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John Legend. I, you get your EGOT later. You're going to get Chrissy Teigen on you now. So, moving on to lead actress in a limited series, we have Jessica Biel, Laura Dern, Michelle Dockery, Edie Falco, Regina King, and Sarah Paulson. So I think I may be the only one. Maybe G saw a few well, episodes. I mean, I love me some Sarah Paulson, right? <laughs> I love I, me some Sarah Paulson, but I feel like they just nominate her, just nominate her. I think they do. That I, was, I actually think it's going to go Jessica Biel. I, I like her. She was really good. I like Edie Falco um, a lot. I would, I would love to see it. Uh, did you guys watch The Center? I no. haven't watched it, but I want to. It's, it's a, on it's my a list. Good, it's good. I mean, they're I doing another season really of good. it. I mean, she's not going to be on it because they're doing It's like an anthology right. show. But Bill Pullman's like the lead detective, so he's gonna be on it again. But she was good; it was really good. Did you? But Regina King has won that award. I I think like two or three years in a row. They said. Okay. She was on American Crime uh, when she was winning it. No one's giving love to uh, Edie Falco except me. Oh wait, I I, I, I wouldn't mind. I actually thought she was good on that. I actually liked Law That's... Order. That's I didn't really like. Like I didn't love it. I thought it was entertaining enough, but I loved her in it. I thought she was really good yeah, in the Menendez Brothers. Well, yeah. Um, sure. Lead actor in a comedy series. I'm out on everybody except Donald Glover because I haven't seen any of these shows, and I gave I up was, on Blackish. I, Blackish. I gave up on Blackish actually. Oh, what? Yeah. This season, I just stopped and I just stayed with the Goldbergs. I think it could probably go Ted if it's not Donald Glover. I think. Ted I think Manson it's Donald Glover or William H oh, Macy. Oh, you watch The Good Place? Yeah, I like The Good Place. Oh, it's so good. I wish Kristen Bell would made it. Gossip Girl? No, I said I wish Kristen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl yeah. But I wish Gossip Girl would have nominated. I think the- I think Lou and I are just on a Donna Glover train because we don't know anyone else on this list. Uh, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, Donald. He gets nominated every year and he never wins. So, did something happen really big this season that made? Yes. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. In Blackish? Yeah. Okay. What well, happened? the last few the, well, the last few episodes were more like a drama than intense, a right? Because I kept yeah. seeing like I was binge watching. I forgot what on the ABC app, and every like five seconds there's a commercial, and every commercial was blackish, and it's like they had this like really sad music and like all this stuff, and yeah, the, the the they got into like a huge. It was about like their marriage falling apart. The yeah. last like five episodes, but yeah. like literally for the entire time that I was binge watching this, I think it was Ugly Betty, and I was like, whatever. I was watching it. I love Ugly Betty. I was rewatching it. Jen it's rewatches so the most random show it's like sometimes. Betty but you know, um, exactly. But, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. So yeah. So 
I kept seeing this stupid commercial, and I was like, oh, my God. But... Yeah, I'm this season behind. All right, lead actress in a comedy series. I, I got it's my I got nasal. nothing on here, so I got Pamela Andlon for Better Things. Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. What is I, it? I think you said Brosnahan. She's Kate Spade's yeah. niece. Among the Marvelous Miss Maisel, Allison Janney for Mom, Issa Rae for Insecure, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Lily Tomlin. Uh, my friend Morgan, she works with Allison Janney. It was so weird because she texted her when she got nominated, and it was so weird to like see a text coming in from Allison Janney. That Aww. was like, oh, thank you so much, Morgan. Like, I can't wait to see you again because they're on hiatus right now. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was just so weird. I was like, it's so weird that you like know her and you have her number. <laughs> I want <laughs> you, Rachel like, to you win. Talk though. to her. They're biffles. <laughs> I think Rachel should get it. I got. I got no. I, I still haven't watched the Marvelous Ms. Maisel. It's it was, like, one really of those, it's, good. You know what? That show reminds me of The Crown, where I'm like, "Oh, who watches that?" I, no, no, it's like nowhere. No, I'm gonna it's really, really good. I'm gonna and to, it's funny. I'm gonna toot my own horn and said I'm the only one that picked that show to win the Globe. And yeah, but you didn't even watch it though. You were, no, but I know yeah, the Globe always picks new shows, but still. Y'all. And then Jen watched <laughs> it after it won the Globe. All right, lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman, Ozark, Sterling K. Brown. Man, this I would is love us. Jason Bateman to win this. Did you guys watch Ozark? Not yet. I started it, but it was really oh, slow. Oh, so good. Ed Harris oh, in Westworld. But you know who I think is going to win it? Yeah, I think Milo. I think Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah. Milo, Milo Ventimiglia is not going to win it. I think Sterling K. Brown. Again? Yeah. Yeah, but I really? Think you think so? Far? I don't watch This Is Us, remember. He's, he's consistently slaying on this, this Is Us. He's had a really good year. By the way, if you saw my snubs, they, they snubbed all the ladies from This Is Us. I know, I saw, but I think that's okay. Yeah, friend. Of, uh, I don't think they did anything really above and beyond this season like that. No, they they had like Manny Moore and Chris Smith had like a huge arc this season. Well, but I don't. Mm. All right, so move, moving on to lead actress in the drama series, we have Claire Foy, The Crown. But see, look to, at everyone you have on this list: Titania Maslany, Orphan Black, Elizabeth Moth, Hemmage Tale, Sarah O, Killing Eve, Carrie Russell, The Americans, and. Evan, Evan Rachel, Rachel Wood. Wood for Westworld. You know, I'm, I love that they're showing love to the Americans in this last season because that's one of the, it was one of the best shows on TV that they never got recognition. Lot. Yeah, yeah, it's like and Americans was great. I'm glad that they gave it a lot of love. Um, right. I actually was surprised too, but I mean, I'm glad she got something. Was Tatiana Maslany for Orphan? Black she won last year. Did she win last year? No, uh, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann Moss did, won, but, but I think she won. Year. She recently but won. Black didn't first... always get a lot of love either. Yeah. Good show. All um, right. I'm gonna. S- I think it's probably gonna be Sandra O oh or Elizabeth Moss. All right. <laughs> I like how Dave's like. I'm gonna skip reality competition. No, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna. Sk- <laughs> I'm not gonna skip them. I'm just gonna skim through them real quick. Uh, reality competition series: The Amazing Race, oh. American Ninja Warrior, Project Runway, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. Variety. Oh, sk- Drag Race is gonna win. Yeah. Ver- variety sketch sketch series: At Home with Aunt Amy's. Sidaris, Drunk History, I Love You America, Parlandia, Saturday Night Live, Tracy's, Tracy Ullman Show, <sighs> Variety Talk Series, Full Frontal with Samantha Bay, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week, t- yeah, sure. Last week, t- last week t- tonight, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, The Late Late Show with James Corden, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And now we... They don't go, who? Okay, yeah, you have to. Quick side note: I just started watching uh, *Handmaid's Tale*, and that shit is crazy. So, I know, like, just, just off the line, Jim's been like just throwing out spoilers. spoiler after spoiler, no spoilers. and I'm like, no fucking really spoilers. 
<laughs> it's not really a spoiler like that, but it's crazy. So if anyone out there is listening and has watched it, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Throw me. This, throw me some DMs. David takes forever to watch. I'm. Well, I'm actually currently watching The Sopranos, so that's Why gonna have to. He takes. Oh, I'm sorry. Hour. You still haven't watched Breaking Bad because you're watching Revenge for the 96th time. I haven't. Well, I. You. You haven't watched Revenge before. You have no idea how good it is. No. But uh, no, I, I started watching The Sopranos just. I think it was really grainy and the other day and i'm like oh i'm hooked so now i'm on season two so all right so we go to the limited series the alienist versace uh genius, genius picasso godless and patrick melrose i so think it's like versace is going to be like the big little lies of this year i think or the oj of this year oh well that too yeah. <laughs> i mean but like a lot of, i think because there's like not really that much competition it's going to win a lot I'm i i, mean, I, I agree with you uh, comedy series, we have... I want Al- Blackish to win, damn it. Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, M- My Dark my dark ho- Horse, Glow, I love Glow, The Marvelous Miz- Maisel, Silicon Valley, and Kimmy Schmidt. The thing is, like, Glow's not like a full-fledged comedy. Yes, it is. Like, I'm not a full-fledged comedy. I think have it's you a- watched it? It's more of a dramedy. <laughs> I, w- I, I don't I wouldn't call it a dramedy. Well, I don't know. It's, it's like, like it reminds me when like they used to call Desperate Housewives a comedy. Oh, I don't. Mm. I never watched no, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives was like dramedy. I don't think. I don't know. Watching no. Glow, I think it's more comedy. Desperate Housewives, I would say. I guess maybe they did it because dark comedy. You know, like yeah. it's that twisted. But Desperate Housewives was more dramatic than anything, really. Uh, but no, Glow, I would say, is more comedy than drama. Because the drama want, isn't really I want like... to win, Atlanta's probably going to win. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is. Like, Black has been nominated, and it's always like... It it's okay. Win. It's not better than what? Atlanta. Uh, uh, okay. Well, whatever. Shouldn't the better show win? Black is just good, and it's all right. They're different shows. Yeah, man. They're uh, different shows. All right, so moving on to drama series, Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, The Americans, This Is Us, and Westworld. What do you, what do you have for this so, one? So, so Ga- Game of Thrones, the season was really good, but I, don't, I wouldn't consider it the best season. And I think they're going to hold off to the final season to give it everything. So I, th- I don't think Game of Thrones is going to win. So I, I, if I had to pick right now, I would go with Lou. I say uh, the, Handma- the Handmaid's Tale. I think it's gonna be Handmaid's Tale or possibly This Is Us. I heard, but I did. By the way, This Is Us is the only like uh, network show like that got nominated for, in a major category like this. Yeah, and then HBO is the first time that they don't lead in nominations in eighteen yeah, years. Netflix did. Yeah. Netflix did. Yeah. Um, I think too. I'm I'm love that Stranger Things keeps getting nominated. So so it's yeah it's it'll win in its last season. I bet. All right, so let's get to the acting categories in, in drama. Supporting actress in a drama, uh, Alexis Bledel. Lorelai Gilmore. Mi- <laughs> yeah, I would say that Millie she Bobby- has some tough competition here, but... Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things, Anne Dowd for The Handmaid's Tale, Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, Vanessa Kirby for The Crown, Thandie Newton for Westworld, and I am not even going to try. Yvonne Stro... Stro- Strovoski. That's why I didn't try. Oh, she was in Dexter. Someone in from Chuck. the Handmaid's Tale is winning in this category. Yeah. Guess- no, I think um, I think it should be either Alexis or Yvonne, based on what I've seen so far. 
All right. Two episodes left this season. But Millie, Millie Bobby Brown's good on Stranger Things. I wish she would like could get something. And then supporting actor in a drama. I'm not even going to try. Go ahead. Nikolai or Nikolai. <laughs> yeah, Nikolai Coster will do. Jamie Lannister. There you go. <laughs> Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones. Joseph Fiennes, The Handmaid's Tale. Mandy. Patankin. Patankin. Homeland. David Harbour, Stranger Things, and Matt Smith, The Crown. Guest actress in a drama. Diane. There's a lot of categories at the Emmys. Look at Viola Davis. Viola Davis just sneaked her way in again. <laughs> oh, how to get a word? Oh no. For Scandal? For Scandal, because she was like, oh, that, that. Did that crossover. Oh, okay. Uh, Kelly Jenrett, The Handmaid's Sale. Cherry Jones, The Handmaid's Sale. Samara Wiley, The Handmaid's Sale. Someone from The Handmaid's Sale. Yeah. <laughs> Guest actor in a drama, F. Murray Abraham, Homeland. Cameron Britton, Mindhunter. Matthew Good, The Crown. Gerald McGranny, This Is Us. Ron Siphus Jones, This Is Us. And Jimmy Simpson, Westworld. Are we almost done here? We still got oh. a lot. We're, we got a lot to go still. All right, guest actor in a guest actress in a comedy. What? Supporting actress in a comedy, no? Yeah, supporting actress yeah, yeah. in a comedy. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats? Yeah. Was she a producer? In Atlanta. I'm she was in Atlanta. She's a guest uh, supporting actress in Atlanta. Oh, man, That's uh, Domino. In oh, Deadpool 2. Yeah. Yeah. No, supporting actress. We're doing supporting actress. Uh, A.D. Bryant, Saturday Night Live. Alex Borstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Betty Glip- Gilpin for Glow. Leslie Jones, Saturday Night Live. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Laurie Metcalf, Roseanne. Megan Malali. Malali for Will and Grace. So yeah, we talked about how I was surprised that Laurie Metcalf got it. I didn't think they were going to give any love to Roseanne. I thought, was, I thought it was actually going to be Laurie Metcalf if they were going to give her some love. Cause she really she has that recent Oscar love too for, for uh, Lady Bird. So and I think didn't Kate McKinnon win this last year? Yeah, she did. Um. All right. So uh, support. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought they wouldn't like. I thought they wouldn't want to touch Roseanne at all. Like even like even if it was deserved. But I mean, she's not gonna win. But at least no, she no. got some props. All right. Supporting actor in a comedy. Uh, Louis Anderson for Baskets, Alec Baldwin, SNL, Titus Burgess, Kimmy Schmidt, Brian Terry Henry, Atlanta. You like Brian Terry? Yeah. What? Jen, you look like you wanted to say no, something. because I know you're not going to pronounce <laughs> the next Then just go one. ahead. Tony Shalhoub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Keenan Thompson, SNL, and Harry, Henry <laughs> Winkler and Barry. By the way, this is Keenan Thompson's first Emmy nominee. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. Yeah, man. At, I'm laughing at David Guess. because he's like mispronouncing some of these words, okay. these names, and Guess. I'm like laughing because I know already what he's gonna mispronounce. Guess actress in a comedy: Wanda Sykes for Blackish, Tina Fey, SNL, Tiffany Haddish, SNL. Tiffany Haddish was a guest. Oh, is that what she guest hosted? Yeah, like, well, well, she hosted. SNL. Oh, I gotta say something. Oh, of course, you hate her. I saw we I saw this this trailer again when she gets out of jail. Yeah. Oh, she gets don't no doesn't she? She yes, don't does, do that. Oh my. Funny. Uh, she's get she gets out of jail and her sister like and Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Yeah. It's the new Tyler. It's, it's a new Tyler Perry movie. It's from, it's from director and writer Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, top notch, right? Best of the year. Why do you hate her so much? God. I just don't. I just don't. Um, I am too. I'm willing to go see it opening day. Uh, anyway, we saw skyscraper opening day. Ugh. Don't uh, don't uh. You you don't talk about you don't you don't talk about Dwayne Johnson like that. 
get guest actor in a comedy, Cat Williams, Sterling K. Brown. Atlanta. Wait, wait, he's still Sterling alive? Sterling K. Brown got nominated in something else? Yeah. <laughs> Sterling, K. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brian Cranston, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Donald Glover, SNL, Bill Hader, SNL. Supporting actress in a limited series or movie is Adina Porter, American Horror Story, Letitia Wright, Black Mirror. Se- yeah, go ahead. Merritt Weaver, Godless. No, keep going. Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> and the most unneeded nomination of them all, Penelope Cruz for yeah, I didn't Versace. Really think needed it either. And Judith Light. Who was Judith okay. Light? I love Judith Light. Who's the boss? She had, she had one strong episode, and maybe she got nominated for that one strong episode. Who's Judith Light in, in um, Versace? She was the guy, uh, the, the old dude's wife. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's the episode that I'm like, oh, this isn't about Versace at all. No, and then like, and then I was like, well, Jim was like, loves Judith Light. I was like, yo, your girl's gonna get nominated. I remember I said it a long time ago. I was like, your girl's gonna get nominated. No, but she was really good. <laughs> she was good in it. Yeah, he no, I agree. No, she was good. Uh, supporting actor in a limited series and movie: Jeff Daniels in Godless, Brander Victor Dixon in Jesus Christ Superstar, Ricky Martin for Versace, Edgar Ramirez for Versace, Finn Whitrock for Versace, and Michael wow. Stu- <laughs> Stubag well, for the from Versace has to win, right? You think? You think? <laughs> You think you're gonna give it to Edgar? I would. I mean, it's a very understated performance, right? Like, I don't know if you thought he was good in it. He was good. The like the 25 minutes he was on screen. It's a very understated performance. I think he could win. I was surprised Ricky Martin got in. You know, I think they probably get, if when we we're talking about like episodes that he submitted, they probably submitted that first one. Cause I thought he was really good in that first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then reality TV, the reality show host W. Kamal Bell, United Shades of America. RuPaul, Charles, RuPaul's Drag Race, Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen's Game of Games, Jane Lynch, Hollywood Game Night, and Heidi Klum, and Tim Gunn in Project Runway. And finally, TV movie, Black Mirror, uh, Fahrenheit 451, Flint, Paterno, and The Tale. Did anyone watch Fahrenheit 451? Uh, I heard it was terrible, so I didn't bother. I haven't, but I want to. It's like one of my favorite books. We read that in high school. Yeah, it was a good book. I saw Paterno. Oh, I love it. It's such an easy book, though, too. But... Yeah, I was kind of surprised that everyone was talking about how they nominated Paterno, but Al Pacino didn't get nominated for it. And he was good in it, too. But Pacino gets no love. But uh, all right, so that rounds up our Emmy talk. We'll find out in a few in September, right? September, yeah. September. Yeah, so we'll find out in September who wins. And I got my, I got my chairs ready if Darren Chris doesn't win. <laughs> all right so let's move on to what we saw this week we didn't we didn't get to talk about ant-man did everyone see ant-man here yes so i liked it i didn't love it but it was entertaining it was fun it was fun i really thought it was fun you liked it but you didn't love it yeah it was entertaining can we talk for a minute that like Who says paul that rudd's about 49 paul years rudd? old he's what so you, handsome what do you say g paul rudd's 49 he yeah look he looks like he did in hollywood the curse of michael myers I know he hasn't aged He's beautiful. <laughs> at all. Speaking, oh, I do want to. I do want to mention this. This is. Uh, I can only say one thing because it's under very, very heavy embargo. I did speak to someone that did see Halloween last week, and while I can't say any details or anything like that, they I can say that they really enjoyed it, and they said it was the best out of the sequels. So that's all I can say. <laughs> I like, I like when you were talking to me off the line, and you were like, I can tell you anything that's non-spoorly. And I, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to know anything. <laughs> I, it's funny. G only asked, how long is it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, is it long? <laughs> so, but no, like, it's good news. I mean, you know, since under heavy embargo, so can't really say much, but that it's, he, the person was entertained. 
you know how I feel about long movies, especially long. <laughs> movies. I know this is like really big po- podcast blue balls, but all right. So back to Ant Man since we we're we we're talking about Paul Rudd. So good. I thought it was entertaining. I had a good time with it. And but you know, it's so hard. Like ass. when you had a movie that was so like morbid, like Avengers. And now this one's like happy go lucky. After that, oh yeah, no, it was it was fun. I had a good time. What do you think of uh, Wasp? Yeah, she was so good. Totally badass. I kind of like I kind of like Ghost. Got off the island. Yeah, she was able. You didn't like Ghost? (laughs) I thought she had a a decent motive for what she did. Was yeah. Did anyone else want more Michelle Pfeiffer? No. Nah, she looks great. She looks really good. I kind of can't wait to see um, if there's, like, obviously in the next movie or if there's another Ant-Man movie. Or there's not going to be. They, well, after, if what, there is, there's a mystery movie, isn't there? No, I was just I was just joking based well, yeah, Mar- on, based Mar- on Marvel the... No, Marvel like has a, a mystery movie. movie. on their calendar that they haven't... They, 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 there's no name for it yet. But Man, I, I was just joking based on the Michelle, end credit scene. Hold on. I want to see more about Michelle Pfeiffer's character and what she can do now with being in that. So I have a feeling that, I mean, actually, technically that end credit. <laughs> but wait, what'd you say? So the end credit scene, we'll get into spoiler just for the end credit scene. Uh, you can fast forward now. So I did like that he's in the quantum realm. And all of a sudden, I had a feeling once I heard like everything drop, I told Jen, I'm like, oh, they're going to be dust. And then it shows and they're dust. And I'm like, all right, so where do we go from here? He's lost in the quantum realm now. So is Ant Man the one that gets everybody? I heard. So she gets him out, and them together are the ones that get everyone back with the Avengers, with the original Avengers. I have no idea what's gonna happen, which is fucking great, so great. Well, you know, there's all this specu- uh, uh, like everyone thinks that Tony Stark's gonna bite the dust, like for real. Well, yeah, that that I agree too. But if it does. But why it, why he gotta die though? We he gotta die. <laughs> well, gonna die. I, Am I the only one that wants a happy ending for him and Pepper Potts? I don't, I don't <laughs> yes. I care less about Pepper Potts, but I care more about him. <laughs> RDJ. Jen's like, I hope she does. <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. Interesting. That's a good. I didn't even think about that. That's to be that would be interesting if they do that. Like. No, they, I don't think so either. Yeah, that just happened. The Riri Williams, right? Um, I'm glad we don't know what's gonna happen. I can't wait. I'm like so excited. I'm actually. Re- why, why are you nervous? I don't know. I'm like worried about. Like I don't know. Like I've, we've gone through so many movies with these people. I think it's gonna be certain, great. Yeah. I don't want certain people. I don't want certain people to die. I'm like worried about that. <laughs> And oh, yeah, Thor. everyone else has future movies. They're good. And Thor. <laughs> I don't think they're going to kill Thor. Oh, I guess, like, what about Chris Hemsworth? He's he's done, too, right? Or yeah. Do... I can't see you. I can't see all of them dying. That'll be a bit much. Well, they're not going to kill off Black Widow. She's getting her Black own movie. Black Widow's that not going to die. Well, they I... a director for no, Black, Black Widow, Widow could be a prequel. Oh, you're right. Definitely. Yeah, so I don't... I... How she became Black Widow, so... How do we like... Can we get some Hawkeye love? In no, we can't. No, I, he's gonna be in it. You know what the thing is? Is that I don't, I don't dislike um, Jeremy Renner. I just don't really care much for Hawkeye. So when he broke both of his arms on set, I thought he broke both his arms filming <laughs> the Avengers. He did not break his arms filming the Avengers. 
he broke his arm filming Tag. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. Did you see Tag? <laughs> yeah, it's, that was funny. it's fun. It was, re- it was really fun. It was really funny, yeah. We've actually had some really good, like, low-key comedies this year. After, like, last year, it was, like, a pretty bad year for comedy, I think. And there's been some good ones. Like, I still think Game Night's the funniest movie this year. I, I go with cock block. I would, well, blockers. <laughs> it is cock blockers, but. <laughs> David, what happens in Dirty Dancing with Baby? Oh, my God. Go, can you give the prelude to the story? On a story? side note, we're in the car this morning, and we're listening to music. And I've You're playing had the time, time of your of life, life, yeah. Comes on David's Apple playlist or whatever. And I said, and I said, what's that shit that baby says? And I was like, is it no one gets one over on baby? And I, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked that quote up. And we died. <laughs> and nobody we almost crashed because Jenny was like dying. No one puts baby in the corner. I didn't what's, crash. What's, so what's the line? Please elaborate more than No me. one puts baby in the corner. Yeah, that. That's what I, that's what I meant. So Davey. So David, no one puts one over on baby. Yeah, that's that's my new quote. Uh, did you see the purge? Yes, I did. So I I didn't love it obviously, but I I was entertained. I liked it. That who who plays the, the main guy? My, the second one's still my favorite. Who plays the main guy? The the gang leader. He was great. I didn't know any of those actors, by the way. He was handsome too. <laughs> Yeah, he was great. I I thought when you see it, when you see it, it's and I like kind of where they went in terms of like the main protagonist is a gang leader who feels like. Are you gonna, are you gonna watch the TV show? Mm, I guess I'll DVR. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, this is his first movie. Uh, Elon Noel plays so, the main guy, who's William, and he has previously been in. He's been in Insecure. He's on the TV show. So, in terms of the reason he's a protagonist, he's he feels like they're doing the purge for a specific reason. Like there's a government into it, and you find out why, you know, what happens and stuff like that. But like, but it, I think he is pretty awesome in it. How do we love the the Marissa Tomei in the movie? Oh, I always love Marissa. She didn't have enough time. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, but I mean, I still like seeing her and stuff. So, and then this week, skyscraper came out. Or Die Hard right. 2018. So, made a comment on my Facebook how the true action star of Skyscraper was Nev Campbell. Yeah, you and got some hate from Jenny and I. Yeah, and I you guys like, like, well, she didn't, wait. She, didn't, like, she didn't carry a bridge. She a didn't carry a bridge. Right, I said she didn't carry a bridge, though. And then you wrote, but she did carry her child across it. Across the bridge. But and who was holding the bridge? And then Touche. Yeah. The Rock couldn't do that. Probably. Like a whole bridge. Oh. Lou, I was fucking laughing my ass off. Like ninety percent of this movie was hilariously ridiculous. I was entertained. It wasn't anything great. Yeah, it was exactly what I thought it would be. And like the whole time, I'm like at certain parts when he's like getting ready to jump or do something, I was holding David's arm. Like, oh my god, this is a nine. This is a '90s action movie. That's all it was. It felt it felt very dated. But like in the, not in the bad way. So like yeah. I, I this isn't a spoiler. Hans Gruber. This motherfucker. So you do you saw in the trailer when he jumps off that beam? Yeah. This yeah, motherfucker yeah. has to climb from the bottom all the way to the top of the beam on one leg. No, no. He well, he had his. He had his. That. No, he had both of them. Yeah, he, he had a prosthetic on. When now? he climbed, he had the prosthetic. Okay. True. I guess that's true. 
It you know what's funny? Power. The most ridiculous shit I believe was when The Rock was holding on to things because I, I'm like, he is that strong. He could probably hold on to anything. And then, like, he, she, Nev Campbell's like, how do we get whatever? How do we get, was it the daughter or the son? For what? When Nev went across the bridge. It was the son, right? It was the son. So she's like, yeah. how do we carry, how do we get the son? And The Rock's like, give me a minute. This motherfucker grabs both sides of the bridge and just, <laughs> he's doing shrugs <laughs> the whole time. He's like, I can't hold it <laughs> Oh my God, you know, it was fucking the, like, hilarious. that they put, the little thing of wood that they put out there was like tiny. Why couldn't the kid just by the cry way, by uh, himself? Shout out to my buddy Justin Farrell. The, the whole time we were watching the movie, he kept whispering to me. He was like, so like, you know, Nev Campbell is, uh, uh, she's like basically her character from Scream, and uh, she she moved to she moved away. She renamed herself Sarah, <laughs> and she became like a like whatever she was. She what was she like a surgeon? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Medic, like, he was like hey, army he, surgeon. That was the that was the joke. Oh my god, he was just like yeah. It's she, funny. She, she's basically Sydney Prescott. <laughs> I actually so she um. I really would have hoped she would have done more because I feel like she didn't do enough, but they didn't give her enough to do in a way, like in the sense of at least like a backstory. But I guess they didn't have to because The Rock is The Rock, and it was for him. I'm glad. I'm glad she got to fight, and she wasn't like a damsel in distress kind of. Yeah, I agree. Um, Are we gonna get a skyscraper too? No, no, no. Probably. No, box of is not that good. Yeah. I think it might, it might be with so someone else. So I put on my thing like is like fucking uh, it is the rock overexposed because like you know it didn't do it didn't open that great. Well, I guess people. I also think people weren't interested because look at Rampage opened at thirty seven, thirty eight, something around yeah. the line. So but it's kind of like kind of like where his movies open when they're not part of like a big franchise. You know, it's it's, fu- at- it's funny because like the movie's an original story. And it shows that even The Rock, who's brings in people to watch his movies, can't even get an original story to make no, money. I mean, like, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, had his fair share of, like, flops. So, I mean, like, if you're going, if you're, like, if he, if he's following the same career direct trajectory of him, like, you know, sometimes you have hits and sometimes, sometimes you, don't. you don't. Yeah. The thing is, though, so my friend pointed out that, like, The Rock has been heavily promoting this shit overseas. I think Skyscraper is going to kill it overseas, especially in China. And, like, they, and that's why he's been promoting it, like, overseas more. I, like, where I think like, he only had an LA premiere. He didn't even have anything else. Everything else is overseas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So I think he knows. He knows where his bread and butter is. So, like, I get it. True. All right. So before we move on to our movie moments here, I did want to give uh, a little feedback on our episode regarding defending garbage. I looked up the RT score of uh, Baywatch. It's lower than Doom. Defend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's all I got. All right. So let's move. Let's move on to our movie moments. The sad movie moments that we will dig into. But. Like G mentioned before, we both asked online what we thought, and let's get to it. So, G, we'll go back and forth. I have a lot here, so I'll start with a few, and then I'll, I'll kick it off to you. So, Joanna Fernandez to it, she said, the champ when the son is dr- is trying to wake his dead father. So, I mentioned that movie. To my, I haven't seen the champ, but I can't remember my mom thinks the champ is like the saddest. Like, that movie, 
that moment makes her like ball. Really? <laughs> Uh, yeah. John, John Garriston said my dog Skip and Casey also said my dog Skip and this particular scene they're talking about is when the dog gets kicked so hard at one point you think he's dead and it's also sad at the ending where the dog dies of old age uh, shout out to Sergio he said uh, the scene in John Q you know the one uh, well, no- the whole John Q is just sad yeah. <laughs> uh, Joanna Joanna had another one the passion of the Christ during the when he's the weapon the whipping yeah i was like when he's dying that's the whole movie and then uh before we kick it off to g another one from surge is the first few minutes of up and we are i'm sure i will talk about that later all right g give us some of yours all right um at movie files said uh everything in the notebook i don't know if that makes me i don't know what like them whatever but most more specifically the ending of the notebook uh, i guess when uh when they die. I mean, we can't say sports. When they die together. <laughs> uh, we also have, uh, let's see, at Sigmund uh, Cinema also said uh, the final scene in E.T. when he leaves. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes everyone cry. How cute he looks. I know. And um, thank you, my boy at Movie Fest says... Cause this is on my list. I'm gonna get shit for it when Shane West proposes to Mandy Moore. And oh, <laughs> oh, that particular scene oh, is my in your thing. Jesus, it's sad because you know she's gonna die. No, 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 I know, but like I was more sad like at the end. Like I started. Well, we can get into it. I guess. We'll yeah, get no, into we will because it's on my list. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it's an honorable mention. <laughs> I knew you were gonna like. Oh, fuck you guys. Uh. Oh. Okay, at Liz, <laughs> uh, at Liz Emanuel says Titanic when Doc dies. That's not even sad. When You're, who dies? I'm more angry than sad. That's like the most. When Leo dies? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even cry for that. Yeah, I, I, I you, you should have like, been like, this oh. bitch could have fucking fit him on the door. I would have saved him. Anyway, all right. So you can switch off. The, like, I don't know why they didn't switch back and forth. I just don't get it. Or just like really practice their balance skills. And like one on top of the other. All right, so moving on to a few, a few more of mine. Uh, El Fuerte says the death in the time traveler's wife. Oh, that movie's sad as fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah, the book is really good, but it's really sad. Um, another one from Joanna, Dallas Buyers Club during uh, Jared Leto's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh gee, thanks for shouting shouting out on the on the thread. Uh, the last 15 minutes of Marley and Me are brutal. Yeah, they are. <laughs> if you love uh, dogs. <laughs> Steven, Steven Andrews, uh, Death of King Kong in 2005 was especially sad. Um, the Lion King. Katrina said The Lion King when Mufasa dies, and Bambi when his mother dies, and Finding Nemo when he almost dies. Okay, thank you, Disney, for telling us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roberto, when... Wait, what? Oh my god. Lou, you're, you're going to love this one. When Man- Manelli kills Blank Man's grandma. <laughs> Where's that from? <laughs> oh, shut up to that guy. <laughs> That's Roberto, Roberto Ramirez. Where's that from? Blank Man. I've never seen it. You've never seen Blank Man? No. I don't, you think she would I'm, like it? I don't think she'd like it. I'm going to Google this. It's ridiculous. Blank? Game away. Michelangelo. Oh. Manny, Manny Hampton. Says Green Mile, just Green Mile. Thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. AJ AJ, AJ Pena 
I think you're on a you're on an uh, island on your own on here, buddy. Armageddon when Bruce stays behind and lets Ben live. No, that's sad. That no, was a there sad are, you know what? I actually that was on someone else shouted that out too. I don't think it's sad because I hate that movie. But there were people that shouted it out said it was a sad scene. No, I, when you add I, in the music, it's very sad because you know he knew like she needed Ben now and and then uh, goodbye. Uh, another one from Jess, <laughs> my girl, the wear his glasses scene. And I, that's it on my NG. What do you got? Uh, I, I, I want to do one recent one from At Rainbows and Unicorns. Actually, I, I'm going to say spoilers because the movie is still out. But uh, they actually said uh, in the Avengers Infinity War when Spider-Man. That's a good one. Yeah. Made, made them cry. All righty, ladies almost, and gents. Um, Let's do this. So as usual, we'll do our honorable mentions 10 to 5. Uh, five through two, and then we'll individually do the last one. So, G, let's start with you. Why am I going first? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. What do you... Go ahead, Jen. Okay, my honorable mentions are the end of the second exotic Marigold Hotel. She doesn't <laughs> die, man. She does not die. She does die. It's inferred that she dies. She leaves a letter, and she go- she's gonna die. I bawled my eyes out and i think david and i like had just started dating and i'm like sitting in the theater at the end of this movie first of all the only reason we saw it was because we kept seeing the trailer over and over and over yeah, again man. and, and we we're, were like we like, have to see this we were like it's now like, we have awesome. to watch this movie <laughs> i feel and like judy dench is like my grandma from watching this I trailer so much bawled my eyes out at the end of the movie it is a good movie though not, yeah, minus that it is a, it, it was good yeah <laughs> no nah, that was before goddamn pal the end of blow with Johnny Depp and why? Well, because oh. like the stuff with the daughter yeah. and the dad, it was like well. Is Johnny the rest, Depp. is the wrestler on your list? <sighs> no, it's not. I forgot yeah, about you that. You balled it a little bit on that too. I did. I forgot about that. All right. Well, it's really hard because there are a lot of movies. Uh, a walk to remember. That but not, not the scene yeah. that G had <laughs> when he proposed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no feelings if you don't like that at no, all. No, it wasn't when he proposed, but it was sort of that end when he goes to visit the father. And then, like, and oh, he, and sort he like, breaks down. And, yeah, like, and he's, like, that. narrating it. Like, he's like, oh, but, you know, I can feel her, like, the wind. I don't know. It was, it's a good scene. So that's where I, like, cried. Um, the Fault in Our Stars, because I read the book, and the book, like, ugly cry city for, like, the entire end of the book. And I think they did the movie really well um, to match up with the book. Uh, the notebook, but only like at the end, not the whole notebook. So I don't know what that person was talking about, but the only the end where like, obviously they die, but they die together. And actually that's not the ending in the book. So they changed it for the movie for more feels and uh, the pursuit of happiness. Oh, when he gets the job. Well, it's kind of like just like the whole struggle, like the whole movie is kind of sad anyway. Until well, like seeing the, the bathroom. Like, yeah, maybe. that like yeah. kills you. It's like gut wrenching. Is that Will Smith's best performance? So there's your mind. I wouldn't I say it's his kinda, best. I think it kind of helps that it, his real son played that. Yeah, before he got crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is all. That's your. Oh, that's your ten through five. My, uh, no, no, no. Those yeah, are my honorable mentions. Oh, so I do ten through yes. five now. Sorry, it's, you take off a few weeks and you're thrown off. <laughs> okay, my number ten is Toy Story three. That is. Dude, that is not too 10. low. It's not too low, <clears throat> David. It's not too that low. That was my number ten. That's my number ten too. Calm your horses. I'm calm. Um, calm your horses. <laughs> <laughs> calm so, your horses. 
Um, obviously, it was it was a good movie. I saw it in college. They gave us like a free screening. I think everybody. You know why it's so low? Because you haven't seen it since 2010. Well, but it was whatever. It was it was a really fitting movie. It was really good. Well, and I cried. It's on my list too. I guess. It's not, it's not and then two. number nine, E. T. But not when he says goodbye. Oh, no, no, no. Because these other ones are more personal to me towards the top. But E. T. Now when he you obviously we're never friends with an alien. That's your problem. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gee, I got you. I got you. When I left, when uh, when not when he leaves, but when he's like dying, and Elliot's like, no, like oh that scene gosh. always gets me. Number eight, Shawshank Redemption. Uh. When what's his name? Boot. What's his Brooks. name? Brooks. Oh man, I lost it. David it was more than me. just his death. It was just like the idea that well, he that never he, wanted to leave. He didn't have a purpose. He'd have he a per- find He found purpose. no purpose in life. Yeah. And other than the, what he knew, and then like he killed. Yeah, that himself, was really sad. And it was just really. And David broke me that day. Uh, number seven, that's what she Philadelphia. Said. Stop it. Oh, that's seven, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the scene with Tom Hanks and Antonio. That's Lander. an actual. That's my. That's no, in the, uh, Denzel Washington. That's in my Denzel honorable Washington. mention as well. So that that got me, and then number six, Coco. Oh, that's a good one. Because you know the whole end was nice, but also sad. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Alrighty, I'll I'll go next. Um, my honorable mention, I have Logan's death. I have from the Green Mile where John Coffee dies. And he tells Tom, he tells Paul not to put the hood on because he's afraid of the dark. So I thought that seemed yeah, pretty that's, sad. That's, that's, that's brutal too. Um, and I, I've mentioned this to G off the line. It was my number ten, but going back and forth, it just it missed the list and went to honorable mention. Uh, Danny's murder in American History X. Oh, that's more frustrating than that. Because like you think, because <laughs> you think everything, it's just gonna be him and his brother, and everything's good now, and then. Boom, and they just kill him. Oh, that was brutal. All right, so my number 10 is Perks of Being a Wallflower. That scene, the reveal scene towards the end, it gets me every time I watch it. It's really, really hard. Um, My number nine would be Thomas J's death in uh, My Girl. That's too low. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's not, and it's not even the death. It's actually the funeral where... Uh, she's like Veda's like wear your wear his glasses. He can't see without his glasses, and uh, that really really sad. Number eight was Brooks hanging himself. My number seven is actually the finale of The Godfather Part Three. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Where um, they're going down the opera house, and then the shootout goes out, and then she catches fire. She catches a, a, a bullet to the chest, and then who's that? Oh, Sofia Coppola. And his the, daughter. His daughter, yeah. I think we've all seen The Godfather Part 3. Okay, but maybe a listener hasn't seen it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then she's just like, Pacino's like holding her tight. And that, and I think what helps that scene too, is that they show clips of Part 1 when he's dancing with his first wife that dies. Part 2 where he's dancing with Kay and they're divorced. And then Part 3 he's dancing with his daughter and then she dies. And then the final scene of him just dying in Italy was, it was really good. For a movie that's not that great, it does have like a, a what happened? It has a really good scene. All right, and my number six is the ending of the Dark Knight Rises, where Alfred is at the grave. Oh, when he says, he "Dude, doesn't... when he when he's looking over his parents' grave and he's like, I failed you. You trusted me, and I failed you.' When Bruce dies, that gets me every time. All right, uh, go ahead, Lou. 
I know Ricky's your number one. <laughs> He's like G baby from Harbaugh. <laughs> oh my God, it's funny. Uh, that's another uh, some uh, Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. He mentioned the death and Harbaugh, and I'm like, who the hell is uh? Oh, <laughs> Stop. There was no tears. No tears. Wait, no tears for what? When Paul Walker at the the tribute at the end. Oh no, I mean that's sad though. Thank you. You cold, David. I'm cold. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like the end of a video game. That's an honorable? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that you can. I don't think it should be on anyone's t- ten because like he's coming back. So. Oh my god! <laughs> he's like, I gotta read these honorable mentions and buy myself some time. Maybe now they won't. I haven't seen that movie in like fifteen years, so. It's sad. Is Harpo the one with Keanu Reeves? Yes, he's a baseball coach. I've seen that. Oh, the end of the movie? Oh, I love that. See, Toy Story 3 is on my list, but not that scene. Uh, I put it low for that scene just because it was a really sad scene. But yeah. You knew, but you knew they weren't, yeah. Exactly. Really Imagine, <laughs> like Disney, you went so fucking morbid. Uh, number seven is uh, the boy with the striped pajamas. The whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> the little boy, spoiler, the little boy dies, right? Yeah, I think they both died. No, because one's on the other side. One was a German boy and the other one was the Jew boy. Oh, man. I ha- okay. Six. Oh. Yeah. I like the movie. All right, G, you're up. Me? Yes. All right, I only have three honorable mentions. Uh, one of them is uh, the Fox and the Hound. Uh, I guess no. When she, li- no, Jenny has. She's just not paying attention. I am paying attention. It is really sad. Yeah, she just it, leaves him in in the woods. In the woods, yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually did a recent one too. I actually included. I didn't want to put it in the top ten, but I did do Spider Man, that uh, and Infinity War. Okay. And uh, I might get shit for this, but when. Tom Hanks loses his volleyball on Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was his only friend. <laughs> it was his only friend. <laughs> his only fucking friend. And I'm going to make it worse. So, like, ten, I have a scene from A Walk to Remember, Dave. <laughs> <sighs> After he builds a telescope for her. I'm crying that so it's number romantic. ten. <laughs> 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 like, crying that it's number ten. He, yeah, David wouldn't build a telescope for me. 
and then he's like, he's I've done much through. better things than build you a fucking telescope. Because she was all she wanted. <laughs> well, what, what do you want? Let someone else propose to you I don't know. at the Rocky Horror Picture Show and plan this shit out for months. Man, but. Well, Jim wasn't dying, so... Yeah, I wasn't dying. I wasn't dying. Alright, number nine, I have Toy Story 3 when Andy gives gives away his toys. So sad. Very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, Eight, I was gonna make this higher, but I couldn't. Uh, uh, My Girl. uh, The Deaths too. Yeah. And that, it's... Jenny just gave you... Remember I told you offline I was like rewatching all these movies that were sad and yeah. my friend was like, Why are you rewatching all these sad movies? And then like he's in the back while we were rewatching that scene and then I just hear like in the back, I was like, You crying? He's like, Let me be sad, man. <laughs> it's so sad. It's too low, guys. It's too low. Uh and then uh seven hold uh, on. I have uh Phil of Dreams when uh Kevin Costner plays catch with his dad. Oh, the one at the at the end, right? When he comes yeah, out? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen, have you seen Field of Dreams? I have not. Gets me every single time. <sighs> you know, Jen, Jen hasn't seen Bull Durham either. Yeah. Really? I you know what's not. crazy about the scene in Field of Dreams is that, like, uh, I don't have, like, a... I have a stepfather, but I don't have, like, a real close relationship with my real dad, but yeah. I don't know why it gets me. It's a good moment. Like, I, like, like I, you, I feel like you would have that reaction if you had, like, a... Close relationship with your dad, but there's something about the whole like. See, I, I I think because I I personally don't like those scenes hit me harder Neither because do I, I don't like w- Warrior. When I saw Warrior and that scene no where uh, Nick Nolte is at uh, which one was it? Was it Tom Hardy or was it um, Joe Edgerton? Joe oh, I think it was at Joe Edgerton's house, and then his kids come out, and he's like, "Oh, Daddy, who is that?" And then he's like, "Oh, just some old man." Oh, yeah. that scene yeah. gets me. And then when Tom Hardy tells him that he's just a drunk and stuff, and then he finds him like drunk in the in the room. Yeah, that that pretty. Well, sad then he too. had compassion for him there. But but in the beginning though, I mean, here's the thing: like if you make your bed, you know, you gotta lay in it. You did no, that. It's true, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. He did that. He burned those bridges with his with his kids. So, you know. All right, G. Keep it up. And six, I have uh the last two scenes in like uh, Big Fish. Ugh, can you can you remind Big me because I haven't seen Big Fish in a while. I know I I remember really enjoying it. So you know when like uh, he's carrying like a, uh, I guess Albert Finney plays the and, uh, and then Billy Crudup is like carrying him across the like the water. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets me. Every- I I actually I actually think other than like ever like because I love Tim Burton movies, but other than like ever Scissorhands, which is like one of my favorite Tim Burton movies, mm-hmm. I don't know if like Big Fish gets as much credit as it should. It doesn't. Get. I think that's his really his underrated gem out of all his, all his movies. And like it's a it's a whole thing at the end where like where he's realizing that like all those tall tales that his like dad was telling were actually true. Like where he's like he's actually like you know he thinks that his. I don't know if he thinks his dad's like a lunar or whatever. He's going out of his mind. But like when, at the end, he kind of realizes that everything that he was telling him was true. True. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It gets me every time. Another uh, another scene with like a dad. And like, I, I don't know. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're right. When you don't really have it. It hits you harder. Like, it hits you harder. Yeah. All right. So that's your number six. Jen, go ahead. My next. Five through two. Let's see. Number five is up. The beginning of up. So sad. So, Super so sad. Bad. Like they kill you. 
right as you're watching the movie you're starting the this, movie this, disney disney likes to like like stab you in the heart and they, <laughs> they just like... went in and stabbed you um number four stepmom Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah. The whole movie's sad. The whole movie, (laughs) I mean, the beginning isn't so sad, but like the part where like Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts like go to have dinner or they meet. Yeah, I think it was over dinner. They sort of meet up and, you know, she's like, you know, I don't think uh, essentially she says, I don't think I'm going to make it. And she's like, you have um, I have her past, but you have her future. (gasps) That part gets me all the time because then like they're both discussing their fears like she won't be there to see her grow up and then julia oh my god i cry okay and then like julia roberts is crying right now (laughs) (laughs) and then julia roberts is like you know i worry that like she's gonna be it's gonna be like her wedding day and um damn it (laughs) are you crying right now? she's crying right now and she's like you know she i'm gonna be there with with her and she's going to be wanting you and all that. Oh my God. Jed's crying on the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. So then when uh, I think it's like Christmas day and then the other scene that always gets me is that like when she makes her like the blanket and uh, she makes her the blanket and she makes the, the magician's cape for her son and like of their pictures and things like that. So that was always a nice scene. And then like, I remember, so like, uh, my mom made me a blanket of like all my old college t-shirts and stuff and it's really funny because when she gives it to me she's like don't worry I'm not dying because of stepmom because she's like <laughs> prefacing it like don't worry I'm not dying this is just for you so okay that was number four uh, Dave, have you seen no <laughs> no that was number five no no number, no, number five, five was, was up. up yeah yeah, yeah number five was number up four was stepmom uh yeah, it's such a good it's such a good scene. Okay, number three is Logan, because I really like that end scene. Yeah, man, it killed me. She was like crying for like five hours after. Because like they finally like connected and like he sat. Oh, it was just everything. It was really bad. Number two is My Girl. So when Thomas J dies, My Girl is like one of my favorite movies. So like for me, like that was like. She it, also loves My Girl too. What makes it sad is like it's a dumb death too. That's what <laughs> I said. Oh my god, G! I literally said that yesterday. He I'm like, back. he's an that's idiot to go into. That's what makes it more upsetting. It's like they didn't have to die that way, really. <laughs> but he had an allergy, and then he got like stuck. I mean, it's kind of natural. He's a young kid. What were they like, seven or eight? And, like, he goes to, yeah, they were 7 or 8, because in My Girl 2, she's 13. So, and I think My Girl 2 was, like, four years later or something like that. So, they're 8. And, like, he goes to get her the ring because she dropped it. And then, like, all, but, you know, he was stupid because he shouldn't have kicked the bee's nest. That was his fault. He kicks it, and then they all come out. And then, like, he, he gets trapped. And then, obviously, when you're, like, stung so much... And he went into anaphylactic shock, and then he died. That was sad. It was. So it was I, it's actually really sad, but it, it's such a dumb death, though. It makes yeah. me like, ugh. <laughs> uh, and then number one. You hold for later. Number one, I hold for later. Yeah. So, I thought like stepmom should have been your number one. Yeah, yeah man. So hard. <laughs> you better react even worse for number one. Uh, yeah, man. I probably will. All right, so I'm, I'll go through. My number five is... uh. Man, you're probably going to knock me for being this low, but my number five is Mufasa's death and the, <laughs> the Lion King. Um, that was sad. You know what makes it more sad for me is uh, that moment where he goes under his uh, 
like Simba goes oh, and he's yeah. cuddling oh, with him, and the score. The moment after he died, when he's like, "Come on, you gotta get up," <laughs> he's like trying to like make. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. And the score is amazing in that oh, in that moment. That Hans Zimmer. Yeah, that's Hans Zimmer. Uh, my number four is uh the death of Mickey and Rocky three. Dude, what I mean, like the other the two the three two and one like are really bad for me but like mickey's death is is brutal for me because like you i always think when i watch rocky 3 i'm like man if you didn't find mr t he would have never pushed him and if he didn't push him he might have not had that heart attack and died and and then sylvester alone is not a great actor by any means but he kind of does his death really really well so that always gets me Really? My number three is uh, the beginning of Up. So I'll give Jenny some credit on this. That that scene never really hit me until I saw it recently. And then I thought of Jenny. And I was like, Aww. you know, all those moments that they spent together. Because she doesn't die. Like, she just dies of old age. So it's not like she got sick or anything. But then, like, I just thought of, like, Jen. And I'm like, oh, my God, I would be so sad. I'd be, like, crying. And then when uh, when she dies in the bed, I, like, bawl. He'd be the grumpy old man. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Like I'm definitely gonna be the grumpy old man carrying fucking balloons. Exactly. And then my number two is not the Toy Story. Like you said, like that doesn't get me because you knew they weren't gonna die. But from the scene where Woody realized, I'm like, it, the movie's not really about Andy letting go. The movie's about them letting go, and then them just going into the box of the toys that he's gonna give away. And then him playing with them the last time. But the scene that really gets me is when they're driving away. To this day, like, and I told Jenny, I'm like, he really didn't need to give them away. He could have just kept them at home. Be he like, Mom. Those collectibles. No, but I mean, like, in terms of giving everything away, he could have kept the main five or six of them. And be like, Mom, I'm going to keep these forever. And I'm going to hand it down to my kids. So on and so forth. So that scene always, always, always makes me cry. Know, it's the idea of growing up. Yeah. And that's my number two. So, go ahead, Lou. Oh. I'm 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 still waiting for Ricky. I'm still waiting for Ricky. I got Ricky. <laughs> you got Ricky though, for real? I do got Ricky. Who would have Ricky except for you? And Jen and Lou. <laughs> Is that so? Oh, yeah. So I haven't seen that as the movie, but I remember like seeing like. Heard it, hearing is that when they're going after everything happened and they're seeing everyone that that had all the dead bodies? Yeah. Oh, is Hotel Rwanda like similar to Schindler's List? Like anyone that's in the hotel is safe, right? Well, it's is genocide. that okay? Man, that pisses me off more than makes me sad. Yeah, it's sad. You wait two fucking minutes, man. Two minutes. Nah, yeah, like, I'll go. You never know. Unless it's like literally like about to happen, like there's some monster on top of your car about to like devour you guys, and yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, as a father, that kind of sucks. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, number three is Bufato's Death and Lightning. Okay. Uh, because for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, number two is uh, Wolverine's Death and Logan. Okay. And, and no, number one's for later. All right, go ahead, G. Talk about Ricky. <laughs> well, my number five is Ricky. <laughs> shot boy in the hood. 
and then you find out later that he was about to go to school, got a scholarship. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know how you can't have that on your list, you guys. Not even in your honorable mentions. Very sad. No, it's sad. <laughs> I just feel like, I, feel like I, I guess the way it's become pop culture that it's just kind of like taken away from the time. I guess, I guess it's become more funny now because everyone, like, when they reference that scene, like, my friends will shout out, like, we're, like, running to something and we'll be like, Ricka! <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not as... I guess, but like in the movie itself, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, four. I do have the beginning of up at four. Okay. Uh, actually, I, I like I said, I re, I went back and watched. Search. I was like, oh, like I don't know if it's gonna stick with me as much, but yeah, it still did. Uh, and then three, I have the death of Mufasa. Oh, I was only uh, one lower than you. You said the nerve. What? what? Oh. Well, I mean, it was <laughs> higher than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I said, it's not so much that it's when he dies, but it's like how Simba reacts to it after he like yeah. he's trying, trying to wake him up, and then and then he goes underneath his paw and everything. Uh, it's really bad. Yeah. And then two, um, I talked to you about this offline, but like uh, uh, the last like ten minutes of like twenty fifth hour, uh, like so the whole movie he thinks that like Naturel like Rosario Dawson was the one that kind of like uh dimed him out for like the drugs and stuff so he's yeah. like really resentful towards her most of the movie and he realizes later that it wasn't her and then there's this whole like these series of scenes where he's basically like i'm sorry like you know he feels really bad and he tells her not to visit him like to, she should go on and live her life but like the big thing at the end is when brian cox does the whole narration at the end uh where he's driving him to prison he says like i can either take you to prison basically or we can turn left here and you can start a whole new life. And there's like all these scenes at the end where like he doesn't go to prison and he kind of starts over. Um, I, uh, all that gets to me. I think it's more of Brian Cox's like narration of the scene. Yeah. That works well. And, uh, what killed me is I guess the guy who wrote the book, David Beninoff, I guess he's a writer on game of Thrones as well. Um, Spike Lee says that the ending's open for interpretation, right? So you, you can believe that either, like, he didn't go to jail, like, whatever. But then the writer of the fucking book just killed my dreams. It was like, no, he went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you want to believe that, like, he had this, like, happy life. And it's so weird that you're rooting for this guy who was, like, a drug dealer and ruined other people's lives probably by dealing drugs. I think that's when, but the movie works so well that it, make, it makes you root for him. Yeah, it makes you root for him in the, in the end. So, like, it always, like, uh, just Brian, like Brian Cox isn't even in the movie that long, but like he, but the narration at the end of it like always gets me, still. So that's my number. All right, Jen, what's your number one? Here we go. Just go. <laughs> so my number she, one. She stood up for this one. No, I stood up because I'm sitting on like pillows right now and my butt hurts. So uh, my number one is Beaches. I've never seen Beaches, so go ahead. Oh, you and my mom need to talk. it gets me well it's one of my favorite movies but it gets me all the time because you see like the friendship built up from when they're little kids and they meet on the jersey boardwalk uh in atlantic city and then they sort of like grow up and they're going through different things like for a while like really they're i mean they live in different parts but they like pen pals and then they sort of reunite like in new york city and they live together as like roommates and and it just goes into like transition so like where they eventually get married to different people and all this stuff but it's their friendship the entire time and then it ends up being that barbara hershey has a um it's not cancer it's like a 
avert it's some form of heart disease and she's not gonna get like they can't find a cure so she's like dying from it and it's like coming soon and whatnot and just the end of beaches like gets me so it's like they go to this beach house their family beach house and Bette Midler comes up with Barbara Hershey and her daughter because at the time like she ends up getting divorced the husband's an asshole and then like Bette Midler's taking care of both of them and then like the scene at the end when you know like she's gonna die soon she's sitting out like on the beach like looking at the sunset and Barbara um Bette Midler comes out and like they're sit together and then all of a sudden cue wind beneath my wings as it goes and then you realize like yeah she wrote it for the movie so I don't know if it won the Oscar it may have I think so so Cue the music and cue that scene, and then all of a sudden, done. I cry every time, no Except matter right what, now. on cue, no matter how many times I've seen it, and I know it's coming, like, tears and water walks the entire end of the movie in it. Obviously, she dies, and Bette Midler becomes the guardian for her daughter, and... And that's it. And, and that's, that's it. not really a spoiler, because if you've ever seen Beaches, you know how And it it's been 30 years. I yeah, think it's okay. So- so that's my and number Jen, one. You reacted, you reacted harder to stepmom. You I did. Know, because I started like thinking about it, and then it was just like, that always gets me. That scene always gets me. Alrighty. I can't top you, but I'll try. Go ahead. No. Your number one, David? My number one is the last 25 minutes of E.T. Oh, you put it number one. Minutes. So, like, right when he dies, when they find him in, in, in the tub, and he's, and he's like up. all drying up, I start tearing up a little bit. And then um, when he dies, it's sad. And it progressively gets worse and worse and worse. So, like, when I was a kid, I didn't really have a lot of friends. So I didn't have an alien as a friend. So the fact that he, you know, they pick on him. He doesn't have a brother. You know, his brothers pick on him. He doesn't really have that many good friends or whatever. And then you get to that scene where he's, like, has to say goodbye to his only friend. It gets me. So I ball up, like, every single time. Like, it's funny because I don't, I don't ball up when anyone else says bye to him. Because, you know, whatever. They didn't have that relationship with him. But when uh, Elliot says bye to him, waterworks. Like, absolute waterworks. We uh, went to see it last year for Fathom. And, I, like, I put my hood up. And I hit an, and I and, and I purposely picked the seats in the corner so no one would see us. Because I knew it was going to happen. I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, put my hood up. I was like, Jen, I'm going to need a minute. And then I moved to the side and I, like, completely ball up. So, yeah, I could watch that movie now, tomorrow. I could watch it all day and i probably cry at the same scenes. You know what scene gets my friend, and I know we we, we you, know, you guys don't like Drew Barrymore, um, but when they're trying to revive him, and they like they do like they're like basically doing that whole like, like clear thing with the and then like uh, Drew Barrymore is like crying at the end of the bed yeah. after they like like that gets my friend every single time. It's like her reaction to it is so genuine. She like she's really sad. Like it, it that gets my friend more than like the the, the actual end. I, yeah, like uh, the ending of the movie. I guess like my friends don't think it's sad because he's going home. And I'm like, what? But he's losing his only fucking friend. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like they could work something out where like I'll just come back and visit every so often. I don't yeah, know. Man. <laughs> like to this day, like, and it's probably blasphemy to me to say because you know if Schindler's List and other, other so many of his movies, I still think that this is his best movie. I think E.T. is like. Well, I mean, like I think I think he's even said like it's it's. It seems very personal to him. And yeah, it's funny because you know how, well, in Universal Studios Hollywood they had it, but they have an E.T. ride in Universal Studios Florida, Universal Studios Hollywood, I think Japan. Oh, yeah. He has full, like, he had full reins on the ride. 
And when they did, were thinking about closing the one in, because they already closed Hollywood in Japan, they were thinking about closing the one in Florida. He's like, my our relationship, my relationship with the studio will change if you close this ride. Right. Yeah. So like, the fact it kind of shows the relationship that he has with that movie. It's and probably like, I think it might be John Williams' best, best score. I yeah. would say I think that and Star Wars are his best scores. Like I totally agree with you. I, like when aliens on the bike and then like they go across the moon thing and then like I don't know. It's and that like, adds to it because I cry because it's emotional or whatever, but that scene is even better because of John Williams. Because of the music. Because the music is yeah, phenomenal. I met someone like a few years ago at my old job that doesn't like E. T. and I almost like castrated them. Well, you know David. What's funny is that Steven Spielberg, even though Steven Spielberg didn't direct Poltergeist, but he did uh they were working on those movies at the same time, Poltergeist and E. T. Oh, interesting. guys. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a big debate on whether or not he directed most of Poltergeist because because like, it's really good. Um, from Toby Hooper, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny that he's like working on these two movies. Like it reminds me of like the whole Schindler's List Jurassic Park thing. The fact that he worked on those. He was when we went to the Schindler's List screening. Uh, Spielberg was there, and he was saying he had to film. Jurassic Park before Schindler's List. He couldn't see himself filming Schindler's List and then be like, okay, now we're going to make this movie about dinosaurs. About dinosaurs. <laughs> but what he was saying is that every night after shooting, he would go edit Jurassic Park. That's well, it made, well, made it feel better. To this, day, to this day, I think it's the best year a director's ever had, like with those two movies coming out. I don't yeah. think I don't think it's anyone to have a better year and, like, as director. And it's just so different from each other, too. They're completely different movies. Like It just shows how, like, Good he is, and I and going back to finish off on ET. ET should have won Best Picture for fucking Gandhi, and I'll and Spielberg should have won Director for that. But uh, you know what's funny? Uh, I know you know I know you didn't really watch Dawson's Creek, but in the pilot of Dawson's Creek, they actually reference that where they're they uh, Dawson and Joey are watching ET, and after after the end of it, like uh, James Vanderby's character was like uh, Spielberg was robbed, like basically said that like Gandhi yeah. won Best Picture that year and it shouldn't have won. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, he was obsessed with Spielberg. Oh, was he? he? Was like, yeah, yeah, Dawson was obsessed with like Steven Spielberg. Oh, why he wanted wait. to be a filmmaker. Interesting. Because of Spielberg, does his he, whole room is. Yeah. Wait, does he make it posters. though? Does he become a filmmaker at the end? He does. The end. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch the goddamn show. G, what did you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, damn it, G. He's not because watch I was gonna. Spo- I didn't want to spoil it for David. Wait, wh- wait, does he? Watch Dawson's Creek. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm not. G, what did you say? Because Jenny cu- cut you off. I was like, he's not gonna watch Dawson's Creek. No, no, I thought. Does he make it? Oh, oh, whoa, you didn't hear me? No, because Joe... Oh, well, then I guess we can't tell you. I don't know. You can tell him. You can tell him. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, okay, cool. Actually, he does make it. But actually, the bigger the bigger <laughs> story there is that she ends up with fucking Pacey. Who cares? Oh, Pacey? well, that's, that's another story for another time. All right. <laughs> Lou, make us cry. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Significant, yeah. And he didn't. And he didn't do it. That's the that's the crazy thing. And then that's I. I just think that what makes the scene is when he's like, "Don't put the bag on me. I'm afraid of the dark." That that's gets a Stephen me. Stephen King book. It is. All right, G. Run us out. So my number one, I got the perks of being a wallflower. Uh, the last like ten what, minutes, ten, right? Yeah, I think it's ten minutes. 
Um, I, I told you offline, so I, I've never gone through any of that stuff. Like, not the, the real hard stuff that he went through. Yeah. But there's just something about the Logan Lerman, the whole performance, though. I think it's just a culmination of just, like, watching this kid kind of grow and then kind of him realizing, like, well, uh, this is kind of what happened to him. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it grabs you every single time. Like, I watched it again recently and I had the same reaction to it where, like, you, it's like, it, it's him, like, that whole scene with him and Emma Watson, like, towards the end of the movie. And then, like, he's, has to, he's walking home and then, like, he's, like, doing the whole, like, my fault, my fault thing. And he's, like, trying to make himself stop crying. And then he calls his sister. And, like, it just, like, the whole, that last 10 minutes just are. But yeah, I man. think it's, I, I think it represents more than just the last 10 minutes. I think it's just, like, like I said, like, the culmination of the whole movie and the whole thing with that character. Uh, you know, I think it's a credit to, to, to having the guy who wrote the book actually write the movie and direct the movie. Yeah, I agree. I think. I think that's why the emotions in it are just so honest. To this day, um, every time I watch that movie, it goes up more and more. I'm like my favorites of all time. Yeah, I mean, like, and I didn't, um, I didn't read the book until after I saw the movie. I actually didn't know anything much about it until like me and my friends randomly saw it, and like, you know, it's it's weird. Like, even as you get older, though, you can still identify with everything in that movie. You know, like, like I, you know, when I was in high school, like I did drama in high school, and most of my friends, my freshman year, were seniors. And, like, you go through that whole thing of, like, oh, they're leaving, and, like, I still have, like, you know, a thousand-something days left of high school, and, like, I'm, I'm going to lose all these people. So there's, like, a lot of stuff in the whole movie itself, but, like, I think that ending is, like, just the culmination of everything he's gone through. Like, it's And just, the soundtrack of that movie is f- fantastic. Yeah, like, really good. And, like, you know, like, the like just talking about the movie itself, the fact that you... You can watch Emma Watson in that movie and kind of forget that she was Hermione. Like was that that was her movies. first big role after, right? After yeah, after yeah. Harry Potter, yeah. And the fact that you can forget that she was in those movies, like yeah. when you're watching, they're everyone's she, everyone's great in that. Ezra, Ezra Miller is great. Yeah, like that. That's just like I, I think I agree. I agree with you. Like every time I watch it, it just moves up higher and higher on my list of like favorite movies. It's so. It's it was so definitely. Good. It was 2013. It was my favorite movie of 2013. I. Remember, yeah. I remember hearing about it, and I was like, "Oh, let me just buy it," because I didn't see it in theater. So I just bought it when it first came out, and then when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is fucking like amazing." And then, like I said, it progressively has gotten better. So, like, my, my friend actually, uh, one of my friends, when we were watching it, he like he he thinks it ends sad, but he thinks it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like it's think, like I don't think so. It feels, he, he thinks it feels like it's like a like kind of like shoehorned in, but like it's kind of hinted at the entire. Movie, I mean, movie, like gradually, like his whole relationship with Ant. But it like, hints I, to I, it throughout the entire book. Like as you're reading, you're not really caught off guard because once it sort of gets revealed in the book, you're like, oh, we knew something was up. up yeah. Well, yeah, because in the movie they kept going to that night with her, with his aunt, so you kind of had an idea something was going on. We did it, guys. Good job. The only one that cried was Jen, and I almost teared up talking at the end. We did good. We're we were all close. We did good. Yay. So next week, uh, Jen, I still think stepmom should be your number yeah, one. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe then. I was like, do I have to watch stepmom again? <laughs> <laughs> so next, so next week, look out this week for my piece on the Dark Knight. I worked really hard on it, ladies Dude, and gents. Yeah, when did you write it? You wrote it like I've I've been writing it for three weeks. <laughs> so you know, you know what's kind of funny is that this week 
uh, you're doing that, and then I'm writing a fucking piece about disturbing behavior, which is like an awful movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years of disturbing behavior. Yeah, and you're like 10 years of the Dark Knight, bro. Calm down. It's funny because by the time I finished it, I, I just wrote a 3,000-word piece. So I was like, fuck, I wrote a lot. I got a lot to read. Did you, did you, uh, did you feel like you covered everything? Yeah, so a little, a little trailer, a little teaser. So I covered my personal journey throughout Batman Begins, what I felt the first time I heard that Ledger was playing the Joker, the first time I saw the Joker, the first time I saw the trail, everything. And then, and I also talk about his death. I also talk about it was with you. It was me, you, and Serge. We were here when, when we found out that he died. Um, I talked about the feedback. I mean, the the feedback. Well, not even the harsh comments that people were saying when Ledger got cast as well. And I showed Jenny a little bit and jenny can attest they were really hateful i mean it was a guy from a night sale man i mean um and that's how people felt no they were more they they were were more um oh what's the official word for it i mean they were homophobic homophobic Homophobic. yeah they were because he had just done broke back yeah yeah so yeah they were really homophobic. it's funny because i i and i admit in the article and I, i get more into detail like I didn't really like the casting, but not because of that. I just thought of 10 things I hate about you. I'm like, oh, the guy from 10 things I hate about you is going to be the Joker? He's he's so great in it, but he's not well. Yeah, he, but I think I think we all had the reaction. Like I when that when I remember when I heard that he got cast, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> like I actually like, <laughs> I actually went through and I'm not going to give any actors names. You guys got to read the piece, but um I pretty much listed some guys in 2005 that I thought would have been better for the role. And I'm like, Fucking Heath Ledger, but anyways, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if there are any other people that were considered for that part. Um, there weren't. I wrote about that as well. He's the oh. only one Nolan wanted. And good, good for Nolan. And then um, I also talk about people that have a hate for it now, but how I feel like it changed the genre. It defined the genre. Yeah, it was. Uh, I forgot what. I don't know if it was BuzzFeed or something. They they wrote like an article like leading up to the ten years of it. And they were saying, for better or for worse, it kind of changed uh, how you view comic book movies. And they said for better because people strive to make that, but for worse because the same reason they strive to make that. Like I don't, I <laughs> this isn't in my article, but it's just something that came to mind right now. Like look at Fantastic Four. Look at um, all these. I would even say like Man of Steel. Like well, Man of Steel, Batman. Yeah, yeah. They want to be the Dark Knight. Marvel got it right because it didn't try to be the Dark Knight. Yeah. So, and that's why it worked. But, uh, yeah, to me, it's still the greatest comic book movie ever made. I think, that, I think after that movie came out, like, everyone was like, all, all of our comic book movies have to be dark and gritty. And, like, you and know, you know that. what makes that movie so great? And I'm sure you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen it recently. There's not a lot of action in that movie. And it works so, so fucking well. That's There's like very little, well, I guess, like, Dark Knight Rises has very little Batman action, right? Like, yeah, Batman that- is in the, as a matter of fact, uh, Batman, out of all. S- Fought at the time three seven movies that is the lowest amount of on-screen batman time was dark knight dark rises dark. yeah so all How right many times see the dark knight in theaters seven seven yeah i saw it three i thought i was like winning Never mind. it took <laughs> i was good at six but um here in new york the imax shows was sold out for till late august so I could I I needed to see it on IMAX and I couldn't get it on IMAX and when I finally did see it on IMAX I saw it in the first fucking row, so it was like 
a very, very long night. And at 11 o'clock at night. And as Jenny knows, as, Jenny, as, we all know. as you all know, I don't like to, I like to sleep. Dangerous times. We're about to go see Big, and I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look out for that. And G, he'll be covering San Diego okay. Comic Con. So, so he'll be covering it for the site. And then while G's gone, we're going to have a little retrospect on everyone's thoughts on the Dark Knight, and we're going to do a commentary on the Dark Knight, two part commentary coming next week. Yeah, of course we're doing a cool episode when I'm gone. Sorry, <laughs> this is cool. You're gonna have way more fun. Though. Yeah, man. You're going to have way more fun than us talking about Just make sure you get it into Halloween. That's all I ask. Dude, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually working hard to do it. I'm like talking to people right now, actually. Like, it's funny. I I personally don't care about any other Hall H panel except Halloween. So let's make that happen. So it's on, it's on the Friday. It's on Friday. I think you'll be fine. Easier to get into than the Saturday. Saturday. Than Saturday. Saturday is like the DC, like Aquaman bit. Yeah, I so. probably won't be able to get to. I'll try. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, but like, it's like I'm, I'm, I think Friday will be doable. I just have to wait. All right, all right. But so I'm sure you do a great job cover cover the con- convention for us. So with that being said, for this week's Raw Chronicles, say bye, everybody. All right, you want to you want to cry us out, Jim? Cry us out. <laughs> no, no cry. <laughs> no tears. Bye, guys. Bye, kids. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.